Listener Production. The rough start to September continues for Aussie stocks. And find out what to look out for next week. Good afternoon, I'm Steve. I'm Laura. It's Friday, the 8th of September. Welcome to the Comsec Market Update. Laura, happy Friday. Happy Friday, Stevie. Not a great Friday for markets. We've had four straight days of declines now. Um, the a 6200 today was, what well, at the moment anyway, down mm-hmm. by roughly a quarter of a percent mm-hmm. as we head into the close of trade. Yep, but we're not at the worst levels of the day, so that's True. the silver lining of it all. Yes. We've definitely started lifting from around 3 p.m. The market's gone a little bit higher, not as high as where we started not as low as we have been. So that's the good news. That's true. And over the week, overall, I mean, we're down about 1.7% over the past five days. Mind you, the final week of August was incredibly strong. We had that very strong rally. And of course, that excitement was pretty quick to die down as well. So basically all we've, that's happened this week is we've wiped out most of the prior week's improvements and we're kind of going sideways. We've Back to where we were, say, a couple of weeks ago. And a lot has happened this week, right? It's been a pretty busy one. It's been a really, really busy week. We've had a lot of companies trading ex-dividend, which Mm -hmm. is, of course, the cutoff date for those eligible to receive a dividend. The biggest one this week would have been BHP. We saw that weighing on our market quite significantly yesterday. We had a lot of other things happening. We had RBA's interest rate decision. We had data out of the US that raised concerns that inflation is going to remain higher. We have concerns in China, which is just ongoing, isn't it? It just never seems to stop there. Exactly right. And back to the ex-dividend stocks, you're right, BHP was the big one. Fortescue was another big one. So that was really a weight on that whole uh, resource sector. And that Reserve Bank meeting on Tuesday where he decided the governor, Philip Lowe, to keep rates on hold for a third straight month. That was his final meeting, of course. It was. He had his final speech, speech on Thursday. As well. So yep. new beginning from next month where we'll hear from Michelle Bullock. Mm-hmm. Right. And we get some interesting data coming out next week, which will which will be factored in yep. for that next interest rate decision. We also had, you know, that strength in oil prices this week mm-hmm. that, that had most of the market lower except the, for the energy sector on that particular day. We also now have concerns from Apple, Apple share price as well, which is sort of trickling in to our market because we're seeing other markets fall on the back of that. And for those of you that aren't across this, there was news out of China that, that you can't bring your iPhone into work anymore. Yeah, well, can't do it, I guess. That <laughs> is what it is. But ne- Sorry. <laughs> next week is going to be a pretty big one for Apple as well, right? Exactly. We'll, they're holding we'll, we'll a, get, we'll we'll get, get to there. that. Um, let's look at sectors today. Yes, in terms of sector performance today, about half of the sectors are lifting, about half are falling. Miners are definitely doing worse. They're down roughly about 1% as we record right now with about 10 minutes of trade to go. Yeah, exactly. And if we look at stocks, because there were been quite a few that received attention today, quite a lot actually getting media coverage. What did, what caught your eye? Before we go to stocks, let's just talk about sectors over the week. Sure, though. go just, for it. Just to give a little recap on mm-hmm. that. All are lower, except... Mm. For energy, which is just marginally higher. And of course, there is room for that to change as well. But miners absolutely did worse. Consumer-facing stocks were in there as well. Tech was right at the bottom. But yeah, energy, the only sector to possibly lift this week with with room for, for that to change. There was an announcement from our biggest telco, Telstra. That was in response to an article in the AFR last night saying that Telstra was preparing to table an offer to purchase Versant, which is 
a cloud consulting company. And today Telstra came out and confirmed that it is in fact participating in the process to purchase that company, but said the values in the articles are just speculative. Well, according to the AFR article, it valued Versant at roughly $400 million. But Telstra also said there's no certainty that the offer will proceed and it will update the market if they do, if anything does happen. Yeah. And Versant is a a company based in Melbourne that's worked with large businesses like Woodside, uh, Boral, and also Mervac. So we'll see how that progresses. Another stock in focus today was Treasury Wine Estate. So this is behind uh, Penfolds and many of the well-known, you know, wine brands you might see at the uh, the Bottolo, the bigger names as well. Mm. But it's had a pretty good day today, lifting roughly one and a half percent for most of the session. That seemed to be off the back of excitement that the Prime Minister has confirmed he will visit China at some stage later this year, and this will be significant because that hasn't happened in roughly seven years. Last month we had some long-lasting tariffs on barley, which is not a major export for Australia. But it was seen as a symbolic gesture that China basically lifted these tariffs and there was excitement that could flow through to other products like wine, which mm. also has some nasty tariffs on it as well. So Treasury Wine Estates in recent years has had to kind of redirect a lot of the products from China to, to other countries, particularly around Asia. So we'll see how this unfolds. But any positive news around, you know, China getting along with Australia much, uh, much more is generally going to be a positive for, for some of these exporters. Absolutely. And I think that was my favourite news article of today, actually. I got quite excited about that one. So we'll definitely be watching what happens there. Monodelphus, which is an engineering company, told investors today that it secured a major construction contract with Talison Lithium, which is a WA-based lithium mining company. The contract is valued at roughly $160 million, while they'll be doing various things like installing new facilities, as well as new lithium concentrate uh, processing plants and doing all the piping and electrical work and things like that. So the work is due to commence later this year and it's expected to finish up in the first half of 2025. On the back of this, we've only seen a small lift in Monodelpha shares today. And there's been a number of uh, fund managers or investment managers not doing um, so well in recent times because of money basically leaving them going mm. elsewhere, which is seems- not what an investment manager generally wants. Exactly. It seems to be a trend. We've yep. had a f- couple today, one the other day as well, Magellan. Exactly right. So um, Platinum Asset Management was one which has struggled today. It said there's been around $912 million leaving the group as far as funds that it's managing um, in August. Um, Also, GQG Partners are not doing so well for most of the session. It's had around $700 million leaving in August. This is compared to July and almost uh, around $7.5 billion leaving the group over the past eight months. And you're right mentioning Magellan because they've just had uh, another director stepping down too. And there's been plenty of movement at the executive level in recent years. And uh, I looked back actually a few years for Magellan and they used to manage roughly $100 billion on behalf of uh, their customers just a few years ago. Now it's sitting at about $39 billion. There's been a huge decline in funds that they're um, they're managing on behalf of people. That's a big drop for yep. sure. And in terms of Platinum that you mentioned, they'll be paying a dividend out next Friday, $0.07 cents per share for anyone that holds shares in Platinum, but they are currently down around 4%. Just wanted to mention AMA Group as well, who is a smash repair company, only because we've seen its share price down 
over 40% today coming into the close. After they finished a $55 million equity raising, they resumed trading this morning after being in suspension for a little bit of time. So it was a similar story to what we saw with Aurora earlier this week, which is that packaging company. And the interesting thing with AMA, though, is the company is valued at $129 million, or it was prior to opening trade this morning. So even raising that much money is quite a massive achievement. And of course, their value has almost halved today on the back of its share price falling as well. So an interesting one there. Yeah. And the the fact that it raised that money at a very significant discount, like it was um, 37% below what the shares were doing at the end of the last month, that played a pretty big part in probably the decline we saw on the market today because it's um, obviously done at a much lower price. And Qantas, of course, we've spoken about this um, a number time and of time times. Again. It seems daily, but yes. it's um, there's been kind of things popping up every couple of days for mm-hmm. uh, for the flagship airline in Australia. Of course, Qantas shares down again today for the afternoon, not by much though. And it's had a, a couple of big weeks. It's down 10% now in about 10 days on the market. And today there were reports there could be potential delays due to bad weather and air mm-hmm. traffic control shortages. So it wouldn't be specific just to Qantas, but other airlines would be impacted as well. Of course, earlier this week, we had longtime boss Alan Joyce bringing forward his resignation by a couple of months. That basically gives Qantas and the new leadership team a bit more time to, and an opportunity to focus on the legal action that's been brought forward from the competition regulator. So a lot going on. Exactly. And today we also had JB Hi-Fi and Baby Bunting paying out their dividends. JB Hi-Fi paid $1.15, Baby Bunting, 4.8 cents per share to eligible shareholders. And let's look ahead to tonight, tomorrow. The only reason I'm saying that is because big news is coming out of China tomorrow. They're inflation figures. So on a Saturday, that's going to be a big one. That's not fun, is it? No. Could have waited till Monday. Could have. <laughs> but but, uh, but they, then they wouldn't be able to ruin everyone's weekend. <laughs> <laughs> exactly right. So Monday morning, mm. you know, that will probably be a talking point if it's significant. Mm. And because China's one uh, one of the few countries that mm-hmm. does not have an inflation problem. So we're looking for the numbers <laughs> to go the other way. Yeah. So they've had an issue with prices going backwards, mm. which might seem like a, a great thing that they don't mm. have an inflation problem, but it can be a sign that, uh, you know, Weakness. demand is quite weak at the mm. moment. Exactly right. And tonight, not a huge amount out mm. from global markets. Let's look to next week because there are that is going to be pretty busy here. It is going to be busy. So locally first, so we have those big job figures coming out. That'll yep. be on Thursday. That'll be the major event for the week and it will obviously be, be a big focus for Mishy B. Mishy B. <laughs> for those who don't know, this is, for some reason, Laura loves nicknames for <laughs> central bankers and Michelle Bullock. Um, yes. That is your... That's who's stepping in for after Philip Lowe. So yes. now we have Michelle Bullock, Mishy B. Mishy B, just for Laura. <laughs> um, so look, this em- employment report is going to be very important, as you say. The expectation is that we might see a rebound in employment in the month of August. This is following a pretty big loss in July. And this is due in part to some, we'll get to this a bit more next week. Yeah. But basically, July wasn't great. There were some one-off things, things like school holidays can keep uh, employment a little bit quieter. So mm-hmm. we'll see if that ends up happening. Some other stuff to watch? Yep. Dividend payments yep. and companies going X. So in terms of payments, yep. there's quite a lot. Probably the most significant one or the one that will... Pay one of the bigger dividends, I guess. 42 cents per share will mm-hmm. be Whitehaven Coal. Mm-hmm. And that's a total of $350 million that they're paying to eligible shareholders. We also have companies like Domain, Bell Financial, Lendlease, so many others paying 
paying dividends next week? Yeah, inflation in the US is probably going to be another big one uh, midweek. So that's always very important. Before we move overseas, though, I just wanted to mention going X will be CSL next week, which could weigh on markets on Monday. Monday. Yeah. So CSL is one of the biggest companies on the market and there'll be a number of other Mm -hmm. smaller names. But some of the bigger ones over the week trading X dividend, News Corp, TPG, there'll be Medibank, um, Brambles, South 32, another big one in the mining sector. Over 70 companies. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, moving to next week, we have that big data dump out of China as well, which we get every month. That'll happen on Friday. They Mm -hmm. like waiting till the tail end of the week, apparently. (laughs) They do. That's going to be out at midday, by Mm -hmm. the way, um, Sydney time. So that can always be important for what potentially happens in the last few hours of trade next Friday, Mm -hmm. um, because there's been a trend where its economy's really not going anywhere in a hurry to the Mm -hmm. upside. It's been slowing, if anything. So that's been creating concerns that our largest trading partner might not buy as much nice things from us. And in the US, Apple's special event. So 10 a.m., 12th of September, that specific time here in Sydney, 13th of September, 3 a.m. If you want to uh, stay up and watch it, it'll be live on the Apple website. Yeah, so that um, that should be fun. And you mentioned Apple and the fact that you know, there's been some mm-hmm. concerns been a about less demand yep. in China, right? So mm-hmm. we'll receive attention. There's always heaps of excitement around the new generation Apple iPhone because that's how it makes a pretty big chunk of its money. Exactly right. And we'll tell you more details next week. Certainly will. Have a lovely weekend, everyone. We'll catch you back here next week. This podcast is prepared, approved and distributed in Australia by Commonwealth Securities Limited, ABN 60067-254-399, AFSL 238814. The information does not take into consideration your objectives, financial situation or needs. Consider the appropriateness of the information before acting and if necessary, seek appropriate professional advice. Listener.